All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Sooner Surge. And tonight, we're going to talk about Oklahoma basketball. We're going to talk some about Junior Day. Um, we've talked about both those on our YouTube. Make sure you go check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, down below us, you will see the YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out. Um, and then we got Jeremy, who uh, is is with us from the car tonight. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but let's let's just start it off with OU basketball. I guess that's where we start. I mean, I'll start it out with OU basketball. I mean, you know, how do you go from a 30-point loss to TCU to a 30-point win to the number two team in the nation? And it comes at a point in the season where this team, I, I wouldn't call it a must-win, but it was just – it could be a huge momentum changer going forward if they can if they can use this and kind of propel themselves. And what I mean by that is to go get the OSU win this week at home, you have to win. That is a must-win then go to travel to West Virginia. And if you can win the both games this week, what you're setting up is a massive home game versus Kansas the next week. And I believe Kansas State after that. So, guys, if they can use this to propel themselves, I mean, mentally, uh, this team should be, I mean, the highest it's been under Porter Moser after a win like that. So, hopefully they can use that to their advantage because you can't come out and throw an egg out there on Wednesday night against OSU. You go out there and lose that game. This game means absolutely diddly squat. So you have to use this. And what we saw yesterday from three specific guys, Tanner Groves, Grant Sherfield, and, and Jalen Hill, those guys average 70 points between the three of them. And you're going to have to ride them guys the rest of the way. Those are your leaders. I mean, they're your, they're veterans on the team. Um, so, uh, hopefully they can continue to play that way the rest of the year, you know. Yeah, one thing that stood out to me that, that you said was how the players are thinking, you know, because if they would have lost this game versus Alabama, who knows what would have been going on in that locker room. I mean, after – Well, no, that's – hey, Jackson, that's, hang, on, hang on, hang on. You can't say that because they were expected to lose the game. Yeah. You know, can't say any of that. No, but I, I'm thinking from a player's perspective. Because whenever you lose on the road by almost 30 to TCU, that that can really show what you're really – Yeah, doing. you're right on that. But... And then also, what is he doing? He's almost out of gas. How much farther do you have, Jeremy? I'm getting ready to pull in a quick trip right now. I was going to try to get gas after the pod, but I'm going to have to do it before. I've never seen a person who, who always is on empty like you. Every time I talk to you on the phone, you're like, I'm about to die. My, my Dude, I fill up a half You know why? Every time. Hey, I'm a let, school let me teacher guess, in Oklahoma, boys. I don't have money to be filling up a tank. Let me Goodness guess, Jeremy. Gracious, Jeremy, Jeremy, let me guess you're going to put $5 in there. I was hoping to put two or three, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> no, I'm gonna put, two I'm doesn't dropping, even get you a gallon, Jeremy. I'm dropping 10 bucks in right now. I'm at Quick Trip. You guys carry on. I got a lot to say about this game, though. All right. Yep. Keep going, Jackson. So I'll go back to what I was saying. You know, how the players think, how their mindset is. Just like I was saying, whenever you lose by 30, it's TCU on the road. Really, it, how a team responds is everything about them, I think. Porter Moser got them right at practice. We heard they took a day off on Thursday or Friday, whatever it was, to really just think, gather themselves, hit the just rest button, reset. Don't think about it. Go back to Friday on practice, put it behind them, and I really do think that helped because I am I would guess that they probably had one of their best practices of the year on Friday or Thursday, whatever it was. And I think it just shows how much guys like Grant Sherfield and Jalen Hill really <coughs> believe in this team because we've seen Sherfield struggle for the last three, four games. Really, he's got in, in his own head, and for him to see a shot go in, have a, have a performance like that, you saw what it does to the team. And if Sherfield can can consistently get you 15 to 20 points tonight, now it's asking a lot in conference play. But if he can do it, it's a totally different team because it opens up more shots for guys like Tanner Groves, Jalen Halen. We saw Jalen Hill score a career high 26 points. And if he could shoot the ball 10 to 11 times a night, I think there's no reason why he can't average 15, 16 points a game. Yeah, that layup from Sherfield in the second half was huge because after he got that, everything started to go in for him. 
Yeah. First time he scored in the second half of what three games, something like that. Yeah, and he it had was, missed his it was first a long two. cold stretch. Yeah, exactly. It was starting to look like, man, this guy might not be able to put one in in the second half, and that layup was huge. Yeah, one thing too, I you know just listening to the game from home, you know, you don't you get the same announcers usually when you get in conference play, right? Because you get Fran and you get all the Big Twelve guys, which is great. I love the Big Twelve guys. But it was kind of nice to get the perspective from the SEC guys, and Jimmy Dykes, particular, uh, the caller analyst. You know, he, uh, you know, said many things that I thought was, you know, I think maybe as OU fans sometimes, and I'll include myself in this. I get very hard on players. I get very hard on coaches sometimes. I know I haven't been as hard on Moser as Jeremy has been, but I have been hard on players like Tanner and Hill, and and the reason for that is Here I, I know that. Hitting a man while he's down. He's at quick trip trying to fill up and you have five, to attack him. Five degree weather. Barely being able to put gas in my car and all 15 mile per hour wind. Turn on the camera, Jeremy. Turn on the camera. What? I'm in the car. I'm in my neighborhood. What? I'm confused on what I said. Anyway, let me keep talking. It's a- uh, I said I'm very hard on players sometimes. I've been hard on heel because I think he's been – I don't want to say passive, but I know he has that capability of scoring a bunch of points. I think he's a very talented player. And so when he goes a half and has zero points like he did in a few games early on, it, it's just a killer for OU. They had a few games where Tanner and him had zero. And anyway, but here in Dyke's perspective. Go find go I, find, go find me Jeremy, one. Let me finish talking. Hearing, hearing Dyke's perspective, and I think we forget it sometimes. I know we've talked about it in the pod, but, guys, this is a team that is two and six in conference. Look but at the two deer. Is... <laughs> oh, you guys see that? No, shoot him. Jeremy, oh, shoot him. Wow. Okay. Anyway, this is a team that sits at two and six in Big 12 play, but they had they, – they were within two points of Baylor last minute. They were within – they were ahead of Texas last minute, I believe. Iowa State, they just couldn't close out games. But like Jimmy Dyke said, they've been in the games with the big boys. They've been in them. Yeah. So now you get these guys playing well. It could – this could be a team, I think, if they if those three guys mm-hmm. play well the rest of the way, I think this team will be in the NCAA tournament. And I think it's a team that, you know, you get out of conference playing the NCAA tournament and you get it – you know, even teams like Alabama predicted to be a yeah. one seed, you get some of these guys, you, some of these teams, you you can make a, a win or two in the tournament. So And, and, and it, it all starts uh, Wednesday night. You, you have to – coming off a huge win, you have to go beat Oklahoma State – then you would like to go beat West Virginia, which, like previously mentioned, sets up a big one against Kansas. And this is the type of win against Alabama that can really kind of set up. Like, this can change your season. And this could actually change the program, um, in my opinion. So it's just capitalizing off of it, um, carrying the momentum. I think that's the biggest thing. And, and you talked about kind of, you know, you're in those close games, and then you lose them. You lose to Texas a close one. You lose to Baylor in a close one. The, the difference is Grant Sherfield scored in the second half, and you get Grant Sherfield to play that way. I mean, I think you can beat everyone in the country. You get Jalen Hill to play that way. You can beat everyone in the country. Um, and so going and beating you can Alabama also lose them. Lose, yeah, you can lose to everyone in the country. But you know, getting uh, that win against Alabama proves that if you can get to the NCAA tournament, which I think they can, um, then you can you can win a lot of games and maybe make a run. Jay, hey, we lost the yeah. game this year when Sherfield and Hill played that good. I don't think so. I don't think they have. Hey, here's the here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. I'll, I'll say it right now in the pod. Y'all can look at your schedules if you want. But if OU wins their next two, I'll make that trek to Kansas, Norman. I'll make that trek to that game in Norman on Saturday. Only, only if they 11th. win those two. Yeah, they win these next two. I'll I'll drive down there. I mean, these next two are must. So check your schedules, boys. Check your schedules. Hey, hey, I don't work on Saturday, so I can be there. Yeah, I do have a couple of questions for you guys. Now that I'm back in the, how are you already back? Do you live in (laughs) Quick Trip? Dude, Quick Trip is like a half a mile from his house, if that. Okay, if that, yeah. Hey, a couple things hearing you guys. This is this was a monumental win. Uh for the program moving forward, if, like Jason said, they can win these next two games. But, you know, I, I don't know of a game where – I don't know of a few games, as Jay said, where Hill was scoreless in a half. 
I don't know that there's been any this year. Yeah, there's there's there. there's been there's been a couple early on. In there hasn't been three where he was scoreless in a half. That's the first I didn't thing. say three. I Second of all, I hear things out of Brody's uh, mouth about, you know, if Sherfield plays like that, we can beat anyone in the country. It's just very hard for me to hear you guys, both of you guys, who have been hey. very critical of, of talent level on this squad. To say that we can beat any team yeah. in the country if they play and, well, and, sure and I still drops thirty, and if Hill drops twenty, and if and, and, I, and guess what, double, Jeremy? Double, guess what? Any team in the country? I, I still don't think they have that much talent. Um. Okay. So it's still a player issue. That's no, I'm not saying yeah. it's a player issue. We just beat the number two team in the country. Well, You've inconsistency sometimes, which is why they've lost these games. Guys, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Grant Sherfield, we've said this on the pod. We've said he's a good player, but we also said he's not been in a Power 5 conference, and maybe it's taken him a little bit to get used to the conference play. And what did Porter Moses really Guess play. what, guys? Hey. Guess what? He could have been in a shooting slump. It happens to everyone. Well, no. What Porter Moser said in the postgame, and he was right on, guys, is he had a bounce in his step. It's what I've been saying for the last three games. Why, why can't Grant Sherfield blow by his guy? He did yesterday. He yeah, did. I forgot, Jeremy. You know everything. I forgot. Yeah, Jeremy knows that. it all. Well, see, that's also – No, I actually just quoted what Porter Moser said. Jeremy, I've said it a couple times, too. I feel like Sherfield Sher- Sher- doesn't have the most quick first step. But just like you Duh. guys said, you, you, you saw it against – He does, though. He does. No, he doesn't. You, you saw it against Alabama. He had a little extra juice. He, he blew was, by the NBA uh, guy, Brody. Apparently, he's got how, a pretty good first step. How much? Okay. But how much is this? Okay. Is how much? Hey, okay. how much? How much of this is? <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, how you much of this? Have to go at everyone. You Jeremy, can never agree. Jeremy, how much of this what? is the fact that they made shots? A lot of it is the fact that they got better shots. And that proves the point. They made shots. If they no, made they shots, didn't get much Jeremy, better shots. Jeremy, if shots. They, Jeremy, if they made shots the way they did yesterday against Texas, Baylor, Iowa State, uh, let's see. What's another? Yeah, they took better they shots this game. Too. No, they had great they shots in Baylor. Shots. Great they had great shots against Baylor. Shots. They Grant had Sherfield yesterday had about three lands when he blew by his guy, too. He and he also made some very tough shots. Yeah, he hit at least four very tough shots. Yeah, he did hit four tough shots, but he also got in the basket a lot easier. Tanner Groves had two or three little – Put back layups. A lot Groves, he played really good. He played Tanner his Groves, best, and that's what that's what we've been saying. I just don't understand, guys, why there's always games has played as maybe his best three games of the year. Hey, the I don't understand game? why there always has to be like, well, guys, made it's. We can say it's that simple. It's not always that simple. Okay, if it's that simple, then it, it's never a coach at all. Porter Moser had the guys prepared. They had a great defensive scheme. Okay, they stopped the transition points from Bama. They didn't turn the ball over. They protected the ball, which is a lot better than what they've done in the past. They actually had possess- they didn't go nine minutes without a basket like they did a couple games because they were turning the ball over in those games. So there's a whole lot besides making shots that they did yesterday, guys. I agree. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I agree. I agree. You, you guys act like it's just but, make shots, win. Hey, hey, how many turnovers did they force? Does anyone know that off the top of I have the box score. 13-13. Okay, I think they only average forcing like seven, eight turnovers a game. OU's not a high, heavy turnover forcing team. They're a good shot clock defensive team. That's what they are. And whenever they can force turnovers with on the defensive side of the ball, it makes them even a much higher level. Hey guys, hey. Jaylen yeah, but Jeremy Hill. was right. Hey. Jeremy was right, though, when he yeah. said the transition defense, because you go back to the Kansas loss. They had that 10-point lead, and then Gosh. Kansas ran off – 10 really fast points at the mm-hmm. end of the game. Transition. Same with Baylor. Transition. They got in a, a big problem with transition, so they did do a really good job of that. Yeah. They did, and and I want to say something real quick because I think Moser mentioned it in the postgame, and I don't think it's been said enough. When the, when the watch list for Defensive mm-hmm. Player of the Year drops, Jalen Hill is not on that list. They aren't watching. Jalen Hill, in no. my opinion, is the best defender in the Big 12, and I think he might actually be the best defender in the country. You see what he did against potential uh, lottery pick. He will be a lottery pick and one of the best players in college basketball. Jalen Hill shut him down. Hey, guys, we're going to have 11 points on four for 14, was it? Yeah. Yeah, and half of those 11 weren't even when Jalen Hill was on it. Guys, we're going to have Jalen on on tomorrow, and we can ask him some things. He technically could come back a year, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He does so have I think we, we we asked him that, see what he says. But, guys, he's been the glue. He's been the glue all year. 
Uh, he's by far the best leader on the team. He's the best player Agreed. on the team. He showed up yesterday, and he was – he actually – uh, he, he's great at penetrating and keeping his back to the basket and not turning the ball over and being very patient to where sometimes he can kick out. Uh, so, you know, I think if we run the offense through him more, that's a Moser thing. Moser's going to have to make the decision well, to run the offense through well, him. Well, a lot of, well, a lot of it, too, also, he's going to have to be aggressive when he gets it. He drove a lot yesterday from the from the three-point line. I think because Moser said well, we're going to run the offense through well, Jay. He's been saying it all year yes. long. No, for sure, and then one offensive adjustment that we've seen a lot more is Hill is isolating from the high post, and he's taking this guy easily, whether it's a hook yeah. shot, just beat, just physically manhandling him, whether it's shooting a fadeaway. We've seen it a couple of times post fade. He can even step out and hit the three ball. This this is probably the most threes ever shot in his career in a season so far, and he's got to be shooting at a clip over fifty percent. I would guys, say. Yeah. guys, was that the loudest the LNC has been since twenty sixteen? I mean, that Probably. environment was great. Well, the, um, we were pretty wild with Trey Young. Yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah. We, we and were at OU, OU, OU at TCU, was, was rocking. At home with uh, Trey Young. That's probably the last Yeah, but listen, here's what they have to do better going forward this year. Here, here's one issue I see that if this doesn't get fixed, it's going to be an issue, or you're going to have to make a lineup change. Jacob but Jacob Groves. Groves, the last few games, has been – if he's not making the three ball – on defense, he kind of gets lost a few times. Um, and then also, as far as just penetrating to the basket, there's, I mean, I'm just saying, Oway's been really good at penetrating. Um, so I don't know. I think Jacob needs to have a good game Wednesday night because he's coming off three or four kind of not so good performances offensively. Uh, your defense is going to be the same with him, I think, pretty much. But, but you got Tanner playing really well now. Hopefully, Jacob can get it going as well. I'd slide OA in for Jacob, but again, I'm. I don't not start OA. I but, wouldn't start OA with the veteran. Uh, just yeah, how much, I wouldn't how much either. Game. Yeah, maybe CJ Nolan. Yeah, Nolan's I playing bad. He's hitting. I mean, he's CJ Nolan. Yeah. I start Groves too and see. But he, he only just played eleven minutes. Driving. Jacob needs to stop driving. He just well, drives also, too much. Like, hey, there was a, yeah, there was one thing we we saw so against Alabama that we had not seen before. Tanner Groves and Sam Godwin on the court together, and that was the best OU probably attacked the glass all, all year. They, they were on the court at a on, on the court together at a point. I thought they were, but they still had problems offensive rebounding yesterday. Yeah, they weren't on the court still together. A problem. Yeah, if there was a point in the game. I'm almost positive they were. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, we can wrap up basketball, but I mean. You got to go get to two me. this week, guys. You got to get seven. Yeah, you got to get wins. seven in the conference. You you have to take it one game at a time. Focus on Oklahoma State. Yeah, you got to. That is a Oklahoma must State's win. Kind of hot. Oklahoma they State's kind of hot. They are, but it's a right must now. win. Have to win. You have Inexcusable, to. inexplicable to lose at home to be- a Bedlam game. Inexplicable. No conversation. Can't have. Can't have. Well, okay. See, also the thing is, I doubt Oklahoma State's going to start off the half two hitting like six straight threes or whatever it was. Dude. They've been well, playing also good have, recently. Yeah, yeah they beat Ole Miss by what twenty something yesterday. Speaking of Jalen Hill, we can ask him this tomorrow as well. But if y'all remember after that game, he was point blank asked about that second half debacle, and he said that won't happen again under my well as long as I'm here at OU. So you know he's got some motivational unfinished business and the team does as well so yeah for sure yeah i mean you guys we all said it perfectly it was a a monumental win oh you needed this badly came out at the perfect time now it's time to see just like we saw in 2020 after you got that win against alabama they were able to make a run in the NCAA tournament able to win a game so we'll see. You got to take it one game at a time, though. I think, and I think this team with guys like Sherfield and Hill, if you could consistently get production out of them, and and over the course of these next games, you have other guys step up. Whether it's a Tanner Groves, C.J. Nolan, Bijan Cortez, Uzan, even you got to he's he's got to step up his game if he wants to go to the next level. Yeah, I mean, anything else for basketball, guys? We want to move on. Let's move on. Nope. Let's move on. Football, I mean, yeah. let's talk about – Brody, Brody Jackson. you are muted, Brody. I know. Okay, okay. I thought you were trying to talk. So, yeah, junior day, man. 
haven't i it sounds like everything went went good i did a clip on it on youtube uh, what's so funny jay See, i was just laughing not at you oh, oh. okay well i mean i can if you'd like me to laugh at you i will know anything about the junior day I know the Davian Sims was there, and that's just crazy. Oh my gosh, here we go. Davian Sims will end up a sooner, so just be Hunter. What are you gonna do when Zadavian Sims commits? Like, are you just gonna like we don't need him? Why waste? He's gonna be like, dang it, we got a four star D lineman. Dang it, we got five. Man, I'd rather have an Alex Grinch defensive lineman over it. Hey, he is an Alex Grinch defensive lineman. I've said this before, I don't get into all this. Junior day stuff. I mean, I'll leave that to you guys, recruiting experts, because I, I'll see them when they get there. You know, Taylor Heim, though, I think that's a great get. Yeah, yeah Taylor Heim's huge. Because I, what I like about what I like about that one is, like Hunter said in his article, is uh, no one else is really after the guy. So yeah. I think it says a lot about Venables and how much they've really seen him compared to other ones. Also, if he pans out and is is a great player for us. Uh, that's going to prove and demonstrate just the capabilities that Venables has and as far as seeing talent, you know, on well, the field. Just, just like you, you said, Brent Venables and staff, the capabilities they have of seeing talent on the field. I've said it hundreds of times on the spot by now. I'm sure that this staff can just evaluate. You know, it's just like we've seen it with guys like Adebore. Let's see who else. Um, Jackson. McIntyre. Who else were you going to say? Oh, I, I didn't know anyone else, but oh, I was Arnold. listening to you. Jackson, Jackson Arnold and Adebore are, are the two that stand out. I think yeah. Adebore was ranked like 500s, 400s, and they committed to OU. Jackson. I mean, yeah. Hey. Hey, Jackson, I was listening to your uh, video you put on YouTube today. Um, Again, if you haven't checked out that video, guys, make sure you go check it out on YouTube. But I heard you say – um. Heard you say stars don't matter. Um, no, that okay. That's I heard not you say stars don't matter. matter. Stars do, they do. But if you can develop the player, if you get these good three stars, then it doesn't matter. But it stars, yeah, dude, yeah, it's all about how you de- develop the player. With Taylor Heim, I, I really like this move on three star, and I've said it before. Eric McCarty, in my opinion, is the most underrated player in this class, and I think there's a potential for Taylor Heim to take over that role. I called him the Swiss Army knife for saying like you, you, we don't even know where he's going to play. Like there's a lot of talk that he's going to play linebacker, and he didn't even necessarily play linebacker for Bethany. He was more of a quarterback, receiver, safety. He hits people. He's 6'5", insanely fast, and, and no one else was looking at him to find this guy, diamond in the rough type of deal. Really good get. And I, I agree that the staff evaluates talent very well, except when it comes to one player. And you guys know who I'm talking about. The talent there is, you're talking it, about. it's not there. It's, it's non-existent. Like, I, I don't know what talent you see in them because hey, I, I sure don't see anything. The only talent I see is when you're playing freaking Nathan Hale and you're down by 30 points and you get a sack. Wow. Good for you against a football team that has 15 players. Hey, Your second-string hey, offensive lineman 90 pounds. Hunter, then why is he a five-star? Because I don't know He's why. A star. It's, a star. it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. Hunter, listen. It's a Ponzi hey, back, scheme, Jay. Hey, back to okay. Taylor. Back to Clearly Taylor. They see something in him. They're not just no. Him. It's a money scheme between C four and these recruiting guys. It's, first off, how does a guy like that? If if you see all his, I mean, we've seen the the speed and everything and the size. How does he get lost in the shuffle? First off, second Going off, to Bethany. Yeah, second off, at the end of his career, he's not going to be Taylor Hine. He's going to be Taylor him. And oh, that's gonna oh, be his name. Oh, name. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, that's like Jay, that's like Jeremy's catchphrase, H and M without the I. That's H and M is him without the I, guys. Yeah, that's that's go. gonna be him, Taylor. Well, Jay, if- I just want to get this on video. What would you do if Sedavian Sims like is the best defensive tackle he's had in a long time? Like, like what would you? Do? I'll say, I'll say, I evaluated his talent wrong, but I'll well, also say. I, I will also say I watched him play in high school and I saw a lazy, terrible player. 
for 60 minutes. He sucked. Hunter, Hunter, how many games have you watched him in? I watched him against the Pulpa, and I watched his highlights, and the highlights only consist How many games of the in person? Highlights, how many in-person games? Jay, Jay, Hunter, let me answer finish, the question. Jay. How many games in person? One. One. Crappy Tulsa teams. That, 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 oh, man, I could make highlights against them. They suck. It's a Tulsa school. It's honestly embarrassing if you're trying to hype yourself up off of those highlights. Now, granted, his team sucked. Their fans consist of five people. It's it's pitiful. It's pitiful. And, like, I, I talk trash at game against Durant. Was I talking trash, Jeremy? No, because it's not fun against bad teams. You feel bad. You feel bad to go out there and talk trash. Well, that's how I section. feel during every this team, game. This team sucks. Durant was awful. Could that be part of the problem? Could that be part of the problem? Jay, if you're be, a good but... player, you're going to play with yeah, one. He had none. Hunter does. Hunter, I have a question. Point there. Yeah. You're a four-star defense tackle. You're, you're playing on – he plays Durant, right? And you're playing against – what was one of the schools you mentioned besides Sepulpa? Sepulpa. Yeah, it's the only game you saw. Yeah, you're playing against Sepulpa. What was the score in that game? Like, were they getting killed? 28 to 14. No, it was a close game, and he was lazy oh, all game long. If he would have played well, they would have actually upset us. Should have been a 50-point win for us, but we played terrible. All right, we know right. we know Hunter's against – we know he does not like Sims. Well, I mean, I'll give you guys three names to watch out for to com- potentially commit within the next – Couple weeks. First guy, Aaron Flowers. Next guy, Hawkins, quarterback. I know. I don't know if he's going to commit on the thirty-first. That haven't heard anything on that. I'm sure we'll find out some more stuff probably tomorrow on him. I think. And then the third guy is Peyton Pierce, absolute stud linebacker. I mean, I think he's honestly should be a top one hundred prospect. Hey, Jackson. I don't do the rank. Jackson, I respectfully, I'm going to disagree on on a few things here. Um, and here, first off, yeah, I'm an old guy. Okay, so th- this may come out the yes. wrong way, but listen, the whole committing from a junior perspective to me means nothing. means means absolutely nothing. I know you got to try to get these commits and get these commitments, but a junior committing to me. Dad, it mean nothing when Arnold committed last year so early that they were that he was able to yeah, get Arnold people was in the from Dallas. It mean well, nothing. You know why? Nothing if Michael if, Hawkins committed right now and helped recruit other people in Dallas that he knows. Yeah, that would mean nothing to you if you hey, get your quarterback me, in the boat in January. Done. It's locked. It's done. That mean nothing. Okay, something that the younger generation like y'all don't don't exactly. understand exactly, and you don't listen to is I wasn't even finished talking. So let me finish, and and let me finish my point here is that other than a quarterback committing early because they are the ones that really the class comes with them. The class builds with them. They can recruit to me. And it it has nothing to do with these players that commit and and these juniors that want to commit. But to me, I just don't think it means a whole lot. Okay. And Jackson, you're talking about Peyton Pierce. There's no way Pierce is committing before for a while. What are you saying? Oh my silly. You don't know anything about the kid because his first yeah. interview with two four seven sports, his dream school was to play at Clemson because of Brent Venables. Okay, but you know who else is after him right now? Go ahead and tell me. Notre Dame. Yeah, and, and do you do you think he's just gonna commit to you? I don't. Yes, like, I, yeah, I, I don't he don't might go to you. you. He it's might go class. to you. I don't think I can promise you that. Oh hey guys, I don't think you, he's gonna commit. To say you can promise it is ridiculous, but hey you're right, Jay. The younger generation doesn't understand kind of the recruiting mindset. It seems like like these guys have these days. It's, I, I, I mean, I'm around high school kids. Okay, they're gonna take visits, all the visits they can take. They're gonna kind of bask in the experience of the recruiting experience. Why commit early? I mean, Jackson Arnold did, but you can count on one hand how many actually do it early. Yeah, she, yeah, it's not very not often. That many do it early. What do you many. consider early? The, with the, before your before, before you're like, your senior years, what you're saying, dude? Yeah, because you can't even go on an official visit. Yeah, an official guys, I would be absolutely shocked if Peyton Pierce committed soon. 
The only one I, I think that might I don't know. See, the only one that I think we might get a commitment from would be Hawkins. He Hawkins. he's the only one going into that senior year that we're probably going to get a commitment from Zadavian Sims because he probably listens to this and wants to and piss then, me off. And then obviously another guy that Sooner fans about is Stone. I mean, David Stone. I know we saw Stone that. plays too many games. Jackson well, Stone's going to wait till the last minute, dude. Yes, oh, no, yeah, he's building this no, up. You, you didn't even let me finish talking. Like I just started my statement. There's no need I to get offended. You, I know we have, we, we all saw his comments today about how. Uh, OU is the place like home, but Michigan State feels like home. He's doing it all for attention. I agree with this one. He's really big on NIL from things I've heard. He wants to build up his brand as much as possible. Well, of course. Wouldn't you? Yes, yes. But there's some players that are much different than others. Agreed. So, really, it sounds, like, it sounds I, like I, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Well, it sounds like Junior Day went about as expected. Nothing really – to take huge from that, I think it was just kind of what was expected. Uh, we'll see as more they get in the weight room and continue with the offseason workouts, things we build up to the spring. But hey, God. there will be a, a commit pop within the next two weeks. Who? Michael Give Hawkins. me a name. Give Michael me a name. Hawkins. Michael Hawkins. Okay. Okay. Hey, speaking of Sooners, though, we have several Sooners now that are going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, Six of them. Six, yeah, you got Hertz, Lane Johnson, uh, four on the Chiefs, right? You got Blake Bell, Creed Humphrey, Orlando, Orlando Brown, Winchester. James Winchester. Yeah. Six and you also have Kennedy the- Brooks. Kennedy Brooks on the Eagles. He's yeah. on him and Trey right. Sermon. They don't count. I'm sorry. Yeah, they no, don't I mean, count. But- I know, but hey, they're not active, sadly. Jay, you talked about how Burrow, I'm just going to bring it up because of a double take, but bring it up. Burrow getting it done. He couldn't do it today. Had a chance with two two thirty left. Clearly, you didn't watch the officiating. The yeah, officiating exactly. was bad. Hey, the officiating was terrible. If I see Jalil White on there, he needs to go back to Family Matters. This guy had <laughs> too much pub on the screen. I, all I wanted to wait to hear was, "Did I do that?" Yeah, Jalil White. There he is. Brody's in love with Jaleel White. This dude hey, had what? What was way the worst call of the fun. game? What was the what? worst call of the game? Okay, any of them in the fourth quarter. He's in the grounding call. The worst call of the game. They should was, not have called the unnecessary roughness on my home. They shouldn't have called that either. Because the dude's giving it his all. He can't stop himself. No, that that was a penalty, and the and the definition of penalty extended his it arm was, out of bounds. He hurt was. himself. Yeah, but it was a penalty. Doesn't he matter. Knew it, it, too. If you it, read the penalty, right? If you read the rule book, freaking short horns. Short horns have to ruin the worst, it for America. The, the, the worst call, call of the whole game. The worst call of the whole game. Player, it cost the team the season. Hey, no, the no, worst call it. was the extra snap they got. The worst yes. call was the extra snap. The three third down. Un- un- that was unreal. What's he showing? Hey, Jay. Dad, I have a question for you. Is it still Burrow over Mahomes? The question is, is this, Jason. Jason, the question Burrow is this. As Jason would say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a Jason right now. Let me take my hat off. I'm going to be Jason real quick. Let I, me ask you a question. I don't have time to shave the beard, so I'm just going to go with it. Let's go. Ready? <laughs> listen. 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 Okay? Let me talk. Let Mahomes, me say listen. something. Guys, listen. Let me talk. Mahomes listen. is good. He's Listen, listen, he's almost great. He's almost great. Jay, what do you have to say about that? About your impersonation? It sucked. First off. Second off, let me, go get, let me go get my beanie because apparently you wear a beanie whether it's 20 degrees or 80 degrees outside. Okay? And second off, you're going off one game here that I agree, Mahomes, when it counted at the very end, he made that run with a huge play. But I also know that Mahomes – Almost cost him a chance at the Super Bowl by a, a, just an awful fumble. They he couldn't in, run. I'm talking about the fumble where he just threw it behind him. Can't plant his leg, dude. He didn't even have a completion hey, over 10 yards hey, in the whole quarter. While we're talking about it, Tony disannouncing, and then this, I'm sure we all have. Hey. Tony Romo acted like he was coming out of a coffin to play this game. Do 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 I need to give you a, I mean, a high a high, a high ankle sprain is a serious injury, but he man, looked like Tony he was Romo, doing pretty good. 
Tony Romo, like Brittany Mahomes should get a restraining order against this because <laughs> golly. Tony Romo should not be allowed on TV. And I used to love the guy. He was a great broadcaster when he first started, really showing off his knowledge that he wasn't able to show off on the field. Anyhow, uh now it's he should be the play uh Bill's play by play guy or an analyst for the radio crew. Should be the Chiefs analyst for the radio crew. It wasn't even like I mean, I, I like the Eagles. I like the city of Philadelphia. When they win, America wins in my eyes. But a- after tonight's what? Goal, what? That's Tony- the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How? Philly fans are the best fans in sports. America's today. team is the Cowboys, bro. So you just need to stop. Who's in the Super there. Bowl? I don't care. Philly's been there twice. When the, when the, when the last when, five years. Uh, the Cowboys so haven't when, been there in what, 30 years? Hunter. Hunter. So you when the Phillies win, is it the same way? Hunter. Hunter. Philly fans are absolutely the best fans when they're winning and they're the worst fans when they're losing. No, they're the best fans in general. No one wants How to play in Philadelphia when they're losing because they get booed out of the state. Because their fans care. Toxic fans are the best fans. I, okay, but I don't get that comment when the Philly when the Eagles we when the Philly fans love it's America's team. That's baloney. No, how how can you not like what's going on in Philly? Like, I like, I like what's coach. going on. I like their coaches. I do, but I don't like, think if they win the America Philly wins. Mentality. Like if the they Phillies win America the wins. Run. If they win the America wins. The, most anyhow, people hate Philly. Anyhow, like Philly anyhow, is like the villain. Anyhow, fly Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fight, 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 fight Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. One, two, three. Hit them low. Hit them high. And watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Eagles by 40 in the Super Bowl. I am tired of the NFL altering games. Jalen Hurts by a million. Hunter, are you done? Yeah. They won the Super Bowl five years ago. Set yeah, the Doug, city on fire, flipped the cars. That's awesome. Doug hey, Peterson was say, a great Christian man, led that team, too. That was great. I will say that it, it is interesting with Andy Reid going against the Eagles. That's that's kind of a great story. Jason Kelsey versus yeah. Travis Kelsey. I just want to know who's going to each other in the Super Bowl. Hey, well, Wilford Brimley, I mean, I thought after our house he was gone, but the guy keeps coming back every year. As the, as the, who's Wilford Brimley? Look him up. He's a, it's Andy Reid. Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna search him up right now. Go ahead, Wilford Brimley. Pull him on the screen, guys. I'm, I'm, I think the Chiefs are gonna win it. Yeah, because the NFL wants them to. No, Patrick Mahomes' dynasty is ruined. This is pathetic. Mahomes is gonna get it. Wilford Brimley, it's Andy Reid's to win. Slay twin. That's a horrible Wilfred Brimley picture. This yeah, night is the one that looks not like. what's looking what Jeremy showed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> here, here, here. Oh, hey. here, here's hey. Andy Reid. <laughs> hey, who does have the Super Bowl? What station has the Super Bowl? I don't know. Oh, let me see. It's I think it's Fox. Is it Romo? No, it's not. I Romo. hope not. No, uh, honestly, I might start. I might. Wilson. Well, that won't happen, but I might start listening to Westward One because Kevin Harlan on the Eagles game today. Oh, he's great. Kevin Harlan, that was great. great. Him and Kurt Warner, great. Hey, oh, can Kurt we close Warner's it with great. one? Can we close it with uh, talking about the uh, first off, Shea getting screwed from the All Star team? Oh my! Second off, let me get LeBron. started on that. Hold LeBron. on, hold on, hold on. Hey, I got to talk about LeBron for a second. Can I? Can I talk about LeBron, dude? He- no one's stopping you, Jay. That game last night. I don't know if it, did anybody watch it. I did. The no, Lakers I was asleep. got screwed. Admit it. I saw. I saw Pat Bev holding up the camera. The Lakers. Hey Jackson. I don't care if, if the guy got hammered in the head. The way he reacted to that, he laid on the ground for fifty-eight seconds with his head down. I thought he may have been injured. No, he was just pouting. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. Get up and go win an overtime game. Oh. They hadn't hey. lost yet. They hadn't hey. lost. But that Joe was Burrow tore his ACL and was only on the ground for thirty seconds. That's what I'm saying. Hey, he didn't he like, get hit the face time. with the Guys, fastball. Hey. Was on the ground for like 18 seconds. Go watch it. Go watch it's, it. He laid there. Okay. And he had players like consoling him. I'm like, what did it's he do? I mean, what's him. going? This is becoming a, a a normal thing in the NBA. I'm tired of it. Steph Curry throws his mouthpiece and wonder why he gets a technical. Patrick Beverly <laughs> walks out with the camera, shows the ref, wonders why he gets a technical. 
The NBA, I'm so tired of these billionaires. I can't even tell my son how to act because all they got to do is watch TV, and then they're going to act like this. And Russell Westbrook will not be a Laker after this week. You heard it here first. Well, and you brought up Russell oh, Westbrook actually. is not the issue, though. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, I, out of I, your head. I, 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 did you watch the game, Jackson? Yeah, I did. Russell Westbrook did not play the entire fourth quarter. They stuck him in in overtime because he should have been playing. He was one of the best players out there. Yeah. He comes in in overtime, drives baseline, and goes up for a layup, and he hits the rim with it. LeBron was pissed that he did not pass him. They went over to the timeout. They wouldn't even make eye contact. They cannot stand Russell Westbrook. Wait, wait. Well, didn't Russ get like two clutch putbacks for him in overtime to even keep him? Yes, away? Russell Westbrook is they great. Hate the yeah, amount yeah. of Westbrook hate is crazy to me. It's like, unbelievable. Yeah, sure, look, look. Westbrook is a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer. Unanimous. Are we even going to learn to give him credit for being the all-time leader in triple doubles? Exactly. He's getting, no one's he's ever going to do that. You take a unanimous Hall of Fame player who who's one of the best players I've seen in this like past couple of years. Russell Westbrook is a really good player, and you put him on the bench and say – well, you're just going to be a six man for us, and you think that that's going to work? You put hey, LeBron no, James. Here's the deal, LeBron James. LeBron James who LeBron James who passed the ball five times throughout the whole duration of that game, and Anthony hey. Davis who steps on the court, and oh my gosh, he's out for three more weeks. And you're like, hey, oh, why is Russell? He's going. Russell Westbrook's in Chicago or Toronto. Promise you, Fred Van Fleet or Zach Levine's going to be in L.A. Guaranteed. Zach, or, uh, Zach, also, Zach Levine's not going to be in L.A. Why? I think there's Why? a better chance of Buddy Heald going. Buddy Heald is the guy they're going after. That's exactly right. That's the guy they're trying to get. But did y'all see LeBron's comment? I don't know if you saw his quote about his son. I about lost my ever-loving mind. Uh-uh, what? They were talking about what school he's going to go play at, colleges. Did y'all see this? No. The one where he's like, got, they, he's got it narrowed down to a few colleges, and then LeBron's quote was, he can go wherever he wants. All I got to do is make a phone call. I about I, stuff <laughs> like that crap is like a phone call to OU. We could use them. I don't yes. want. I don't want Bronny James. Well, you, well did, you, did you guys see the thing about like Parker Fredrickson over Bronny? You heard it here. Okay, just go and hop off. Yeah, but hop off, Jackson. But um, <laughs> but did y'all see the thing where, where a college coach couldn't contact Bronny because you have to go through like five different uh. Five He's gonna go to Ohio. You have to go through like five different agents to even get to be able to talk to the mom. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, here I'll I'll go back to, to Shay. I think it's absolutely awful. He's not an All Star starter. You you cannot name me seven NBA players in the NBA right now that you would take over Shea this year. Shea's top three in the NBA right now. It's that simple. And I'll put it. I'll keep it pretty simple with why he's not an All Star starter. It's because he plays in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I mean, no, exactly hey, right. that's the reality. Not the reason. Yes, it is. That is the reason. What's the reason, Brody, then, Jerm? It's Brody, the older Brody, people. Brody, it's the older who players. Cho- Brody, who chose the All Stars? Not Sorry. fans. Fans what? chose a couple of votes. Fans had some say, but not the coaches, fans. Who chose? Who coaches. chose the All Star starters, Brody? Coaches. Coaches and players. Yeah. Okay, your your comment is asinine to say it's because he plays nope. in OKC. Because no, he played 25 more games than Zion Williamson, and Zion Williamson is a starter. LeBron, you know why? Because it's why is Zion. he a starter, Brody? It's Zion. It's Zion. No, Steph Curry. They play a different position, dude. They play a different position. It's it's Steph Curry. He plays for the Warriors. He's gonna be a starter. Everyone wants to watch Steph Curry. He's okay. a big name. The media gives him everything. Okay, he so now you're saying the media right now. Which one is hey. it, Brody? Hey, at one point, though, it, Austin Reeves, OKC I think, doesn't get the national recognition that these other teams do. No, Austin Reeves had more votes than Westbrook at a point, I think. He was Brody, six, who votes for the All-Star overall. starters? Different people. Coaches, no. players, it's media. A combination. It's a combination of them all. So it's not all because he plays in OKC. Yes, because I mean, they don't want it. Mostly because he doesn't get the recognition that a guy like Steph Curry does. Yeah. The OKC hates real. Chris Paul should have won the MVP a couple years ago, and he didn't. Shea's John? biggest fan is Charles Barkley. Yes. I don't know if y'all see that, but he Gil loves Shea. Hey, Hunter. 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 Shea's not a star. He's got to be over for the whole Tulsa league. Tulsa Public Schools just closed school tomorrow. Oh, man. 
Come on, boys. Getting ready. Come on, boys. Come on. Hey, maybe we could do that pod earlier tomorrow if we can. Man, yeah, I can't wait. Miss hold on. No, Jay, are you, are you any, anything there? Because it's been like light rain. Aaron Tuttle lives. Or snow. Aaron Tuttle lives. Aaron Tuttle lives. Aaron Tuttle's a fraud. <laughs> oh, Dude, my. Aaron Tuttle. And Jeremy, Aaron you're Tuttle's an idiot for believing him. Hey, Hunter, Who's Aaron Tuttle's the only one that Hunter, Hunter. Hey, no, 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 absolutely not. Hold on, no, Hunter, I have a true question Let No, no, I have a question. Go who, who do you hate more, Aaron Tuttle or Xavier Sims? Xavier Sims. Anyhow, oh. uh, Aaron Tuttle. No, no, Aaron Tuttle. It, it, you're a smart guy, Jeremy. Like, you're a really smart guy. One of the smartest Thanks. people I know, to be fair. But Thanks. you believe this idiot, Aaron Tuttle, and he does – he just spews nonsense. It's a flip of a coin. Let me find a coin to flip Hunter, real quick, Hunter. and I can predict the weather a week in advance. You Hunter, know hey, nothing. He's Hunter. just spewing nonsense. Hunter, Hunter. Let me talk. I've, I'm his biggest backer. Let me talk. Oh, I think I'm his biggest backer. And I gotta no, know. I got you on Aaron Tuttle. So, anyway. Well, you're he not was the only one. Tuttle, so. Hey, he was the only one that predicted catastrophic ice. Okay. Hey, hey, and bro, hey, it's switch to my Hunter. camera real quick. Hunter. <laughs> Hunter. Oh, flip the coin. Ice storm. Whoa. <laughs> Hunter, did you have a bucked up earlier? Yeah, I did. I'm really tired, though. You never hey, need Hunter. to get another bucked up again. Hunter. What is a bucked Hunter. up? Are you a weatherman? Hunter, are no, you a weatherman? I, I don't okay, know science. So- so, have you ever watched Aaron Tuttle? Yeah, I did. <laughs> he didn't impress me. That's he didn't impress lie. Jeremy on Wednesday either. That's a lie. Came in, Jeremy, Jeremy hyped him up all day Tuesday. Comes into class Wednesday and bashes him. Guys, I, I'm done. I'm done with Aaron Tuttle. This, this guy's a fraud. And then now he's all over. Drinking the hey, Kool-Aid. Jim that Jones. Was a, that was out of frustration when I did that. And I will say this. I watched him again yesterday and his. What he said yesterday was, look, this may all go south, but he said, sometimes you got to stick your neck out, and I'm sticking my neck out. He did say that. He was sticking his neck out. He doesn't do the – he doesn't play both sides of the fence. Although, hey, Hunter, I will agree with you in one thing. You know who Aaron Tuttle reminds me a lot of? Uh, Jason and his predictions. That's bogus, dude. No, because – Arkansas over Georgia? I'm surprised they didn't pick Georgia over Alabama. South Carolina over Georgia? Hey, uh, to be fair, I said that the Bama game was a very winnable game. I even said I that too. when I said we were going to be 0-18 in Big 12 play. I say I think we can beat Bama. Still. Hey, it's not a Big that's 12 That's Bennett, guys. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Wild. Yeah. Wait, At least he'll always be in the UGA Hall of Fame. Public schools is closed. UGA, is? UGA legend. Regardless. What, what, Jackson? Where'd you see that Tulsa Public Schools is closed? My wife just poked her head in here and told me. No. <laughs> Source, who's your source? My wife, and you can question her if you want, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's smart. No, I was just asking because it didn't show up on the news. Bring her on the pod. Bring Brandy Jason, on the pod. Jason's wife won't come in here because she doesn't even know where he's at. He's in some little hiding hole in the upper <laughs> corner of the house. She's been asleep for about three hours, bro. She she forgot about him. I still want to see Jason act out the entrapment scene. Uh, when he tries to get back to the house without the leather pants. Hey, Jeremy, where are you at right now? Because it looks like you're in a basement. He's not hiding. It's like I'm, it's I'm, in the I'm open hey, of his house. My wife just came in. I'm and in the dining room, room, bro. Dining room. You have He's a right next a, to his kitchen. You have a bro? whiteboard in your dining room? Whiteboard? That's a picture, bro. <laughs> it looks yeah, like a me, whiteboard to us. Get the hey, hey, nose hey that's now. the whiteboard to practice his awful analogies. <laughs> At least I don't have something to read off of, Jeremy. I'm confused. What do you mean, read off of? I think he was trying to direct that at Jackson. To me, bro. No, it was Jeremy. Jeremy. When? Anyway, we don't need to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else for this pod, guys, to close it out with? <laughs> Brody, what are you doing? Bring on the snow. Let's go, Tuttle. <laughs> Aaron Tuttle, number one weatherman by far. Hey, hey, let's see what my weather channel is telling me. I I trust my weather channel. Hey, hey, Hunter, Hunter, right now, 
if, if this week, the next two days, if Dallas Fort Worth gets hammered with ice, catastrophic, you got to say Aaron's right. And you have to issue a po- an apology to them because For you what? said you wanted an ice storm. This would be the second one <laughs> in what two years? I catastrophic, didn't say I an ice storm. Yes, you did. Let's you find did, the check text. No, Let's I did. Find the text. Yeah, go find it. I, I promised you, he was like catastrophic ice storm. Hold on. No. I, I have a question on this pod. All bias set apart. This is the final question. We can end it with this. Does Jalen Hurts belong to Alabama or OU? Oh, you beat Alabama. One of you go and tell me why. Hey, OU, here's the reason why, and it's not even a close argument. They both can claim him, but OU gets to claim him more because he would not be where he is today without going OU. He would not have been drafted high. It's all the money. If you want to count the money issue, it's because of OU. He would have sat behind two of his last year at Bama, or if he would have went to another college and not performed like he got to perform at OU under Lincoln Riley, he would not have been where he is today. That's the number one reason OU can claim him. Yeah, I I said that in the article today about Jalen Hurts going to his first Super Bowl on Sooners 360. And, uh, yeah, before he transferred OU, at best he would be a six-round pick. At best. Honestly, probably undrafted free agent, and he plays at OU for one year. Honestly, any other year could have won the Heisman, 53 total touchdowns, and he's a second-round pick after one year at OU. OU claims him. Hey, I don't see anywhere we're – Jeremy, what do you have to say? I agree totally with what they said, but I don't see anywhere where Tulsa is close. Bring Brandy on for the official announcement. Hey, Brandy. Hey. Brandy. Hey. Hey, look at this test. I've never seen wedding crashers. Yeah, yeah, that movie is funny. (laughs) Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Brandy. Now. Get in here. Brandy. You got to yell. You're outside in your dungeon. You got to yell a little louder. (laughs) In the dungeon, man. Scream. Hey, Hunter. Hunter, what were you going to say? Uh, the text. What I said it? Texas was bad a couple years ago because I called you crazy. And you said just a little on the ice room. That's still encouraging. No, I said just a – I want to – read the text before that, dude, before you start mouthing stuff off. What does it say before that? Oh, okay. I do not want it that bad. <laughs> and then you proceed to say just a little. Hey, yeah, still still want want something. Hey, ice Jeremy. storms are bad. Wish for snow, hey, not Jeremy. ice. You're crazy. Right. Jay and Jeremy, People died do you guys that, think so. that the Cowboys should have got should 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 have parted ways with Kellen Moore? I don't talk Cowboys anymore. Hey, I think the Cowboys should part ways with Jerry Jones. You know who parted ways with the <laughs> Cowboys? Agree. You know who parted away with the Cowboys? Traber. He left the team officially. He's oh, a yeah, what's his team? To Let me Bengals. Guess, he's a Chiefs fan. No, he's Bengals, but now they hey, like him. I'm still a Bengals fan. I'm not a Bengals fan. Hunter, whatever you drank before the nice pod has to be a prerequisite for every pod unless we're doing an interview, okay? Hey, you want to buy my bucked ups for me, Jay? What is bucked up? That's his energy. energy. Bucked up energy. We need a sponsor from them. Can we sponsor? Oh, they're great. Term, get rid of Red Bull and get bucked up. Why? Because it's so much better. You said Red Bull looks like piss. It tastes like it, too. Bucked up tastes really good. Red Bull 